Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans. Uh, please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling. It can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here. So listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson. Yes. All right. All right, we can see ourselves, so we're going to start this now. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and today I am being joined by number one, Mr. Foul. Foul Original, what is going on, Foul? I'm very well, man. How are you? Lovely, lovely. Foul was on the AEW All Out Roundtable. We figured we'd get him in for the review. Uh, this lovely, beautiful monstrosity that we're using is courtesy of Foul. <laughs> so uh, for all of your needs for graphic design, please see Foul. Uh, Derek and Rob as well, if you guys need some t-shirt designs or something, they're going to charge. Pay them. It's worth the money. I'm just going to say it. Pay them. Um, I'm also joined by Rob on on my side. What's up? And Derek in the back. Hey, there. Rob. What up? What up? Um, Derek, we just finished up? watching AEW All Out, which was a uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Long, long ass show. Um, Foul, you just came off of doing a watch along for this, bro. How are you doing this right now? <laughs> Damn man, like I just finished the uh, the watch along and it said like how long it had been going, five hours and ten minutes. And I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. So I just nipped to the toilet, went and got myself some water, got myself a bunch of chocolate, got some Kit Kats. Not sponsored by Kit Kat. They'll never they'll never sort me out. Give me a break, Kit Kat. Like, but uh, they uh, they but yeah, that's it. And like yeah, I'm still going. I'm really I was really pumped to come on this show actually, speak to you guys. Um I watch your post shows all the time and they're really good. They're really good. So it's nice to be a little part of it, but yeah, that's how I'm going. So look, we've talked a lot on this. Um, what I'm going to do is kick it to the intro, and we are going to go through some things, and then when we come back, we'll shout out everybody who is in the chat and uh, show some love and go over this AEW All Out show because I'm sure we all have a lot to say on this. So let's kick it to my boy Montezzi for the intro. Ah. All right, that was my boy Montezzi. Make sure you guys give him a follow. He's got some pretty fire tracks coming out. I saw he's doing a music video with Brian Cage coming up, so make sure you guys are on the lookout for that on his YouTube channel as well. Um, we have been talking and giving it up, so let's see who is in the live chat here tonight. Uh, thank you for whoever left 46 likes before this all began. Um, much, Whoa. much love. I don't, this is before we even started, we were at like 42. Um, who is all in here? 
Uh, we've got to give a shout out to uh, Heartbreak Kid Rockstar, the pro wrestling shoot. Uh, my man Ace is also in the house. Rob is in here kind of moderating as well while we talk through this. Uh, Brandon, what's good? Casey, Connor, what is good? Matt Lopez, BJ's also in the house. What is happening, everybody? Thank you guys so much for joining us live. Uh, I'm losing my notes as we speak. And we're just going to start talking about the show, I guess. Um, if you guys are joining the channel first time or if you wake up and see this in the morning, leave me a comment down below. Comments definitely help the views. Uh, and I also like to respond to them because I want to hear what you thought of during the show. And also, if you guys see down below here, I would love for you guys to see this wonderful little subscribe button that we have popping up. Show us some love, hit subscribe to the channel, and if you guys aren't getting the alerts, if you've already been subscribed, go and hit the alert bell again and click all so that way you guys don't miss a video. Uh, our next one will be Tuesday for NXT. Uh, we've got an NXT champion to be crowned, so make sure you guys join us for that as well. And also in the description, we have uh, Files, Twitter, and everything else. You guys could check him out on YouTube. I would highly, highly recommend that. File, if you want to plug it away here in the beginning, be my guest, sir. Yeah, man. So um, you can you can find me on YouTube at uh, sorry, not that's not YouTube. Find me on YouTube, youtubecom wrestling. I've got the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. UK time, where we talk about wrestling, loads of different topics. Uh, I've got watch-alongs and stuff, um, and go check out my Twitter at foul underscore original. That's about it, really. Yeah, he's uh, I love Bright Side of the Ring. That's my favorite thing about the weekly wrestling recap. Uh, Files watch-alongs are pretty amazing. Like I said, check out his content. He's got some pretty good stuff up. Um, everybody is in here. ESC Neon, what is going on? Haven't seen you in here before, but welcome to the uh, stream. Appreciate you coming in. And Pro Wrestling Shoot, what's going on, Jesse, brother? Um, let's get into this. And Casey said, Files' voice is mesmerizing, just saying. Let him talk more. <laughs> I agree. Um, Casey, I don't care if this gets demonetized. That's I don't know if that's a fuck you to me or what, but I'm going to uh, just let this one rock, all right? So let us get You, you know what? It's just because I haven't slept. It's because I haven't slept, so I just sound more seductive. <laughs> like, that's all it is. Sexual seduction. Whoa. Well, I went way too far into it, but we got 51 likes. Thank you, everybody. Let's talk AEW all out. We're going to talk the buy-in first. Uh, first and foremost, file. let's talk Joey Janela with Sonny Kiss versus Sir Pentico with Luther. But before I say anything about this, I have to get Rob's thoughts on this because Rob is the biggest <laughs> Luther fan. Rob, what did you think of this matchup here? It was brought down by his presence. I don't know how he still has a job. He, I, I'm not a fan of Luther. Get, get him off my TV. I like the socks. I like the socks. Um, Foul, what did you think of this? Sorry, I muted my, my mic there. I forgot. Sorry. Um, yeah, so this match, so I really love, yeah, Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. I love the Bad Romance tag team. It is so cool. Like, so um, seeing them come out was great. Um, so Pentaco having a match, like, I love the fact that he came out like Spider-Man at the beginning. Like, did you all notice that? Like, he just had like these two shooters with like streamers, and he shot them out. I, I did not. Like, see I didn't that. realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, so I thought that was awesome. Like, so I guess he's like Snake Man, Spider Man, um, and so I really love that. Um, but yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, Snake Man. Like, it's cool. He's like, 
but it was really it was a really fun match and uh, a good a good match for the buy-in. Like I think that could have been a really cool match to like kick off the pay-per-view as well. Um, nice match. Yeah, I thought it was nice to get Joey Janela on the card. Um, I think we all see this as an easy layup win. If you've watched Dark, I don't think Serpentico has too many wins unless they beat the Initiative. Uh, I can't really imagine him having like more than four wins. So I think he has two. Yeah. With like, I think a tag match with Luther, and maybe he had one where Luther helped him when they finally joined up. But it was a good match here for it. Um, Janela doesn't wait, attacks before the bell, uh, hits a blue thunder bomb. Top rope fisherman buster, I thought was great from Joey Janela in this match. Uh, Luther tries to interfere, but Sonny uh, knocks his ass out and diving elbow for the one, two, three. Simple as that, can't be mad. Uh, we gave this a grade of a C file. I don't know if you were grading along here for this or if you're going to just have your thoughts. But uh, Yeah, so as I said to before, like when I do the watch along, it's all a little bit higgledy-piggledy. Like I started like memeing all the time as well. So um, of this match, I'd probably say from your rating system, um, I'd probably go like a C, C plus. It's a good match. Like I liked it. Yeah, I see a lot of people saying he's friends with Jericho. Oh, we know this. Rob just is... <laughs> Me. He's not a fan with <laughs> or Luther, or Luther. Yeah, Luther's a good guy, man. Like, but you can tell, like, he is like he's got a job there. Like, it doesn't make sense he still has a job. He just gets thrown on to like loads of different people. But like, he's got a lot of love. Luther's got a lot of love here. Like, I saw lots of messages um, on my Twitter. People like Luther's gonna slide his way onto the card, and he did. <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, Luther's actually a legend. If people go back and look at the work that he's done, it's just I think it just came too late. I think he'd be best utilized as a manager. What do you think, Derek? Uh, he gives me Gangrel vibes. I'm going to say it. Like, I don't like to compare people, but I get Gangrel vibes Disrespect. from him. Yeah. To who? Gangrel. Yo, I like Vampire <laughs> Warrior. Come on. Fanging and banging since 93. Chill out. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, th- I think that, that does a disservice to Gangrel. Luther, I've, the only time I've ever seen Luther is up until now, and... I could give a fuck about Luther. (laughs) Apparently, Derek is going to be uncensored tonight. I mean, I already dropped the F-bomb, so who cares? Let him fucking fly at this point. Yep, fuck it. So, let's get into the next match, which I think was my sleeper match of the night. I'm going to give this one this title. It was the Dark Order. We're not saying four and five. Fuck that shit. We're saying uh, Silver and Reynolds versus Private Party. This, I thought, was a tremendous match. And I already saw Ace put Private Party did good. I think Private Party, Silver, and Reynolds did excellent in this matchup. We had a nice little tag team showcase back and forth throughout the entire match. Um, Really, really fun here. Dark Order with the silly string attempt. Once that got blocked, I think things really kicked off. And I was like, man, this was a great finish to this match. Yeah, right from that point. Yeah, and it just turned into mayhem. They had a really great combination of moves, the Dark Order, with the uh, like the German suplex into another move, and then to the pinfall, they get out. But Gin and Juice was how this one ended for Tiffany. I know she'll be smiling about this one when she gets to watch this. Our girl, Queen of the Indies, she's a big private party fan. But the Gin and Juice gets the win, and I'm happy. I think that was a, a great matchup in a sleeper one foul. What do you got on this one here? Um, really good match. Uh, wait, am I still muted? No, I'm not. Really good match. Uh, I'm muting myself. Sorry. Um, yeah, really good match. Um, private party. Like it's it's an interesting match um, to have. Uh, but 
I'm I'm a big fan of them, and this got to show what they were going to do. But from what I understand, this match was going to be on the main card, and it got moved. I don't know if this is the one that got switched, um, but still, hell of a match. Plus, I loved um, it's Mark Mark Quinn, isn't it? Um, he had like his T-shirt was badass, like it said, "Shot calling, shot is calling. Do you accept or decline?" Like, did you guys see his T-shirt? Brad ass like t-shirt the, uh, so the, yeah the entrance gear the tails like i don't mind him wearing it as an entrance attire i did not like him wrestling in it i don't know yeah yeah it it looks a bit weird doesn't it like it looks a bit like uh like he's i don't know like a waiter <laughs> yeah. like he's a waiter at the private party not someone going to the private party mm, good observation file i like it this is why files on here folks great observation <laughs> i used to I used to be a waiter as well, so, you know, I know how the life is. <laughs> I used to wait, and so I understand completely. Derek, what did you think of uh, Private Party and what they've been up to? I mean, they haven't been doing too much in this one, but I know you've been critical sometimes of the gear. Um, I, I appreciate the fact that he, he lost the, the tails. Um, Private Party still has a long way to go for me. I, I can't really be sold on them to be like, all right, they're, they're a good fucking team. I... They're good, but I'm just not 100% sold on them. His email is at Derek. What's your... <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You can send all hate mail there. I love private parties. That's right. right. Go ahead and send it. I still think there's money to be made with them and um, a heel uh, big money Matt. Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think if you get Matt involved more, then there, there might be more to them. Matt Hardy cannot. We I think foul hurt me last time when Rob was saying this in the chat on the roundtable. I do not want to see Matt Hardy as the Michael Hayes though of the team, where he's carrying around the cane and he's busting <laughs> someone across the head. He doesn't need to though. He can just dig just be like the elitist assholes. So you think Private Party has to go heel with Big Money Matt? Yeah, why not? Okay. What do you think, foul? I, I loved the pairing with Matt Hardy. You know, like, when they first, like, started, like, teaming up, it's, like, a natural one, isn't it? Like, it's a natural team-up. Um, and, like, yeah, Big Money Matt with, like, Big Money Private Party, that could be pretty cool, man, because, like, their whole gimmick about being, like, exclusive, it could really, really work in a heel um, dynamic. I really, really, really like Private Party as well. Uh, I think they were a little bit sloppy when they first came into AEW, but they really found their feet. Plus, I love their segments in BTE. The whole deadass thing, I love it. And, like, everything they did with their matches in BTE. Um, so, yeah, I'm. It was again, it was a good match. And Private Party have got, like, a long way to go. They've got the whole five years. You know what I'm saying? They've got, like, they're the people that we're going to be looking to in like, the next three or four years as, like holding up the tag division. I think also, too, they just started wrestling, though. Like Derek said, I told you with the sloppy thing. He brought it up before, too. Uh, no, Lara, how you doing? Just wanted to make sure I showed you your love. Um, Derek brought it up before, though, the whole, okay, private party sloppy. But I said they really just started wrestling. Like, they've been a team a little bit longer than the Street Profits. They have not been around for years and years and years. They just started. They came from House of Glory. They put on some great matches with some tag teams like the Young Bucks, and they got signed. They, they It's just a lucky story that you would love to hear for anybody. Now, I can see down the line, too, hmm. them, they're actually having a feud with uh, FTR. Because you know like they had this whole thing with uh, Young Bucks being the polar opposites of FTR? I think that's Private Party. Their style is completely different compared to FTR, and that's the antithesis of what they're, like, what they're against. So, yeah, you can, can do something down the line, with that. It's like... No flips, just fists meets 
this high high style. You know what else I think would be the passing of the torch match? I think you could have them be the ones to uh, get into it with the Hardy Boys eventually too, if if it happens where Jeff signs, which I could see it because Jeff ain't going nowhere. I listen. I think these guys are near the end of the ropes, and we're going to get into more of that in a minute. Trust me. But um, let's see what the chat is saying here. Matt Lopez says, uh, Luther versus Gangrel. Much respect, Matt Lopez. Private Party will be tag champs within a year or two, maybe. Uh, John Silver has become a treasure after being on BTE. <laughs> BJ, John Silver breaks character too much. That's why he had to eat the hip toss on the table, bro. Uh, yeah, he's about to get <laughs> the hell slapped out of him this week, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, Connor said this match got switched for Big Swole and Britt Baker. I don't, we'll get into that. I don't think this match got switched this for This was the it, one though. that got switched. This was not on the main card. This match was never on the... They moved that buy-in match over, and then they added two buy-in matches. They just were like, you know what? Let's put two more people on the card, or two more matches on the card, excuse me. Um, let's see here. Casey said, I hear there's a private party. Whoa, wow. we're not saying that. Um, <laughs> holy shit, Casey. I won't do that. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, Ignore that uh, in the uh, chat. Uh, oh, come on. Jeez uh, Louise. Yeah. I look really washed out as well in this bright light. Wait, sorry, you got. To, oh my god, that's that's. Yeah, that's not oh, very nice. Anyway, what time is it over there for you? Ah, so it looks like it's what, like two o'clock in the afternoon. It's five twenty-five in the morning. Brit, I'm fucked. Uh, <laughs> so inside joke, inside joke. It's fine. Um, uh, Let's get into this fucking oh. monstrosity. So here's what happens, in my opinion, when. Being a wrestling fan and complaining about something goes wrong. Number one, I was cool with this match being on the buy-in after being on the uh, the media call with Fowl and a bunch of other people. We were listening to it, at least. And it was like, Tony's reasoning made sense for why he put it on there. I was like, oh, it's a cinematic match. Tony just felt like, hey, let's put this on the buy-in. Tony was right. I'm going to say that now. Like, knowing what I, yeah. what I saw, this did not line up for me. Um, Fowl, I'm going to let you kind of just take it away a little bit with your thoughts. So like, this match was really bad. I'm just gonna say it. Like, you know what? Like, this match wasn't. This match wasn't a match you'd buy on pay per view. This was. This was like a segment on BTE, or this was like something on Dynamite. It was. It was really weird, and it's like they cut bits out of it, and they didn't do it in time. Like, it just feels like they didn't have enough time to put it together. But there were bits of it I really liked. So I liked Big Swole turning up and being like, I'm Big Swole-ho. Like, I loved that. And, like, when she called Britt Baker a trick, I loved that as well. Because I was just, like, she's just going around, just slapping her up. But then, like, when Britt Baker just turns up out of the back and goes, ha-ha, I was like, that's really weird. So, um, and also, Britt Baker tries to murder her several times, like, with that drill. Because if she moved out the way, she did. So, um, really weird really weird and then like i don't understand why like roofies were involved in this at all and like why would oh, i don't know so in conclusion why but yeah you're absolutely right tony khan yeah tony khan was right people were going to be pissed when if that match took away from another match on the card especially because we had a really strong women's match later um it's something to learn from but it was definitely not the thing to kick off the show with because you know like in the us i don't know if you guys have it 
but over here we used to have it like when a pay-per-view happens you get like the first five or six minutes for free and then it says pay like if you watch the first six minutes of that you'd be like what is this shit you're like well i'm not watching this i think this came off like pure shit and this is when when you complain like see as wrestling fans if i saw people complaining i'm like yo you asked for this like this is what you guys wanted he gave it to you Tony should have just stuck with his guns, I felt, and just said, no, we're not doing this. This is not the right call, and he should have just left it here. Um, other than that, I think you basically went over everything. Reba was in this a lot. She went into a dumpster. There was bananas on her head. Reba's overacting in this it made it feel like a BTE segment, like Files said. Honestly, I feel like she was the most enjoyable part of this whole match. Especially when she came exactly. back in with exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was like, because I was hating on it, and then I was like, oh, Reba's saving it for me. Like, she's she's pulling it back. Like, so yeah. yeah. I just read attempts to drill Swole. Sorry. She did. She tried to drill her. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm just the mind in the gutter. I was just like, what, Rob, what are you writing here? Uh, she Novocained herself. We should have got some laughing gas that uh, was just going to happen as a spot, but apparently it was the finish. Laughing gas and... Nitrous. <laughs> or, excuse yeah. me, nitrous. I'm sorry. Who the hell doesn't watch DC movies with the Joker? You can say <laughs> laughing gas. <laughs> Done. Knocked out. It was over. GG. I don't even want to talk about this shit anymore. C minus. Uh, bullshit. I think that's, that's being generous, too. Me, yeah, that's being really kind to it. I thought... Well, here's the thing. I don't think it was complete shit but this was something that should have been on the it should have been on the pre-show that's all i'm gonna say it shouldn't have been on the main card uh bj just chimed in with oh hold on here casey said where was glenn jacobs a dentist match without him <laughs> um i enjoyed the uh tooth and nail match laugh out loud that's a wrench spot though what the f oh she novocaned her leg <laughs> yeah uh let me see here we needed isaac yankum dds for this BJ said, nah, I think Britt isn't fully recovered, so they did what they had to do. That's what it looked like to me, too. That's what gave it the minus before yeah. I went to the D territory. I was like, you know, I think Britt's not really ready yet. That's probably why they said, hold off on this match. She probably just got cleared, like, the day before, and they're like, let's not risk this, because we need you. She is one of their top stars. Um, moving on, because I don't want to talk about this uh, shit anymore. <laughs> Jurassic Express with Marco Stunt versus the Young Bucks. Number one, the Young Bucks are pissed off. You know what happened with Hangman Page. If you haven't, check out the Dynamite review in the archives. Rob is not a fan of the Young Bucks, apparently. Um, Marco Stunt comes out hobbling and limping. I don't know when he hurt himself. It must have been in on a match on Dynamite. Um, he busted his leg at some point in this. It was either on a dive or a toss. I can't remember. It was a couple weeks ago. Probably a toss. He, talk, he talked about it on um, Sammy's last vlog. Sammy Guevara's last vlog. Hmm. Check it out. Um, so during all of this, we saw a, a very aggressive Young Bucks. I love that when they went and waited for their money to come out, it was a little bit too long. You saw like the panic just setting in on their <laughs> face, like the money's not coming out. <laughs> okay, there it is. Thank God. <laughs> Woo! And then they kept it moving. But uh, my favorite spot in this match before everything got really kicked off was Tony Schiavone. He said, I love stiff. And I was waiting for him to cut a blue chew ad like Conrad Thompson was giving it to him. And speaking of stiff ads, if you guys have something stiff, you guys can bring out the Longmower 3.0. Go to manscaped.com, put in my promo code EPWSHOW, all one word, get 20% off. You guys can use the lovely 
Lawnmower 3.0. It's got a beautiful LED light on it. Not only will I thank you, your balls will thank you too. They've got plenty of other products from shorts to cologne to beautiful things that go with your toiletries. It's all there. Foot deodorant, ball deodorant, all the smell goods of life. Manscaped.com, promo code EPWSHOW. Powerslam.tv, same promo code. You get one month of independent wrestling on your boys. All right, you can even tell them file sent you. Give us some credit with that. Powerslam.tv, watch your favorite independent wrestlers. Promo code EPWSHOW. And last but not least, big shout out to my good friends, Josh Burton at Everything College Basketball and the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Jesse is in the chat talking with us. Show him some love. And Jesse, bring us some YouTube content. Brother, I've been waiting for it. So let's make that happen. See, people love it. People love the ad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Foul, give us your thoughts on the Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. Oh, this was a good match. This was a really good match. Um, I was I was like over the moon for this match because I love heel books. I am a big fan of like the heel young books. I'm just like every single time that they do something, um, it's always like as you guys as you said, sorry, with that more like vicious kind of edge to them and they were like the beginning of the match was really fast like nick jackson and um jungle boy were like wrestling really really fast and then it just got vicious and vicious like when they um they attacked marco at ringside like as they got more angry um it was great and the cool thing about the heel young books is it feeds into the story later on as well but you could just see them like being tipped over the edge um, getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And I just love the subtle the subtle story that's been going with the Young Bucks and with Kenny. Um, but again, spectacular match. Some really, like, cool spots as well. Um, Luchasaurus, like, there's this segment in the middle of it where Luchasaurus just goes, like, crazy for, like, a minute. Um, and he does, like... A bunch of a bunch of spots and then he does like a standing moonsault out of nowhere um fantastic luchasaurus is looking great since he's come back from injury so smooth so freaking smooth but um like you guys might get this reference but the the brits won't get it but like marco stunt is looking more and more like gilligan um and more and more like Ernest from like Ernest saves christmas every single week like every single week little buddy <laughs> terrible <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's like the Brits will never get it. But hey, what's going on? Terminal State has just joined us as well. What's happened to Terminal State? Um, I'm actually trying to get back to BJ's comment, so excuse me for looking down at the phone. Sometimes it's just the easiest way to look at it without reaching over to scroll. BJ says Luchasaurus is a freaking star, man. I want him as a singles champ within the next two years for sure. He's great. Rob, what do you what do you think of this match? Casey's agreeing with you as well as the Young Bucks are better as heels. Oh, this. Is- they always put on great matches. Listen, I felt like I said this match should have been on the pre-show originally when we were like complaining, like, "Oh, you take the women's match off, they had the build." I was one of them, so guess what? I should have shut my damn mouth too. So I'll be the first one to say I was like, "Oh, they should switch it." Until I listened to what Tony said, so maybe I was part of the problem too. But what after this, I was totally wrong about having the Young Bucks on the pre-show. This match was great, and I thought they did a great job in here of illustrating where. 
here's the weird thing. In a match, sometimes it's hard to tell, like, if the person's feeling frustrated, they wrestle the same kind of style, and you're like, oh, are they heel now, or are they face, or they're in the middle of it? You could feel the Young Bucks were in the middle of, like, oh, these guys are, like, changing. Like, they were more aggressive. They were even trying to, like, beat up Marco. The thing they bitched at Kenny about on Dynamite, they're doing now. They're like, hey, get out of your little shit. Yeah, he kicked Marco's crush off from under him. Like a bender on a family guy when you knocked the little the little toy robot, the little orphan robot. <laughs> I've come back, mom. I've come. I've come, Bender. I've come to see you. <laughs> uh, I feel offended for all the robots out there. You cannot say that, Rob. I'm sorry. Um, Derek, uh, as Casey is expressing his love for Jungle Boy in the chat. Um, how how did you feel about the uh, ending of this match? Uh, fans were chanting for Luchasaurus at one point. We see a destroyer by Nick Jackson on Luchasaurus, which was nutty. And uh, during all of this, Jungle Boy springboards into a super kick after... So Luchasaurus does his big dive to the outside. He falls on half the crowd. I don't know what happened to the man. He wiped out, basically, we'll say. Jungle Boy springboards in, double super, or no, super kick by Nick Jackson. He gets up, double super kick, kicks out once again. They made Jungle Boy look really tough in this, and then he eats the uh, BTE trigger for the one, two, three. Derek, what did you think of the finish? Was this a good match to you? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> this this was a this was a really good match. Um, it was good to finally see another another good tag team match. Um, this is just like the pinnacle of having great tag team chemistry between two two teams that you wouldn't really expect to see go up against each other and have that kind of chemistry. This chemistry was really good, so th- th- this was a good match for me. Um, better than a lot of tag team matches that we've seen in the past. I can't really complain about it. Yeah, no, this was definitely great. Uh, I was happy with this. We gave this a grade of a B. For those looking down, our grading scale is in the uh, description box below, too, if you guys want to uh, say anything else about it. Um, foul. Can we? Should we move on to the Casino Battle Royale? Ooh, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> this match had a lot of people in it. Uh, Trent, Christopher Daniels, Jake Hager, The Blade, Buffalo, uh, Ray Phoenix, Frankie Kazarian, Will Hobbs. Let me tell you something about Will Hobbs. We're going to be talking about him in this. Uh, Chuck Taylor, Santana, Ortiz, Billy, uh, Pentagon, uh, who was this? Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Darby Allen, Sean Spears, Eddie Kingston, The Butcher, Buffalo, uh, Sonny Kiss, Lance Archer, and Matt Seidel as coming in as the uh, Joker card, I believe it was. <laughs> what a Joker he was. Yeah. Um, shit. We just have little minor notes in this. Just some of the key spots, but one thing I do want to talk about, Will Hobbs throughout this match, it was great to see him actually make his debut on this pay-per-view, like, or his pay-per-view debut, I mean to say, and it's just good to see him in that spot. I kind of want to see him more on uh, regular TV, actually get like a storyline or something. Right? Uh, I think Will, I think Will Hobbs is going to get the chance so when I see Will Hobbs, I don't know if you watch Dark every week, but I see presence. That is just the first thing that comes to my mind. He looks the part, feels the part. 
He reminds me of... Uh, people are going to kill me probably for saying this. He reminds me of Ice Train, bro. You remember Ice Train from WCW? When I saw him, yeah. he had a look in yeah, yeah, yeah. too. And I'm not saying he's going to... Please, God, don't let him wind up being like Ice Train's <laughs> career. Because they never used him. They just kind of forgot about him. But I thought him and Scott Norton, Fire and Ice, great tag team. Showing the little wrestling knowledge here. But what did you think of Will Hobbs tonight, Val? <laughs> So, so I, I, I don't really watch Dark that often. Like, I'm trying to watch more of it. I watched it before this show. So I'd never seen him before. Um, he was good. Like, I, I mean, it was a bit... The whole match was, as you guys said, it was a bit of, like, there was a lot going on. But he really shone out to me. And, like, you know when he stood, like, toe-to-toe with um, Lance Archer? I was like, damn, Lance Archer's going to get murdered. Like, that's the kind of feel I had. Like, they felt like they were on par. Um, and he didn't step down. There was this really cool spot in the middle where they had like all the big men, all three of them, and he was one of the big men, and they just like beat the crap out of each other. Um, very impressive. Very impressive. I've never seen him before. Really impressive. I can see like um, I could see him definitely contending for like uh, TNT Championship, um, even just in like a championship uh, like match against Mr. Brody Lee. I could definitely see that, and that being a match which felt feels legitimate as well. Yeah, uh, I see Casey told me, uh, CJ, STFU, if you know what that <laughs> yeah. means. Just know my box is checked that these videos aren't for kids. Kiss my ass, Casey. Ice Train was the shit, all right? Teddy Long was his manager. Go back and look at it. Ice Train was a good guy. I like him. Uh, and Matt Lopez says Ice Train was underrated. Thank you. I agree. So in this match... Um, Rob's first thing he has written down here is Archer body bags Darby. <laughs> the Lusk. He loves, he puts him in a bag with tacks in it and then throws him out of the ring as his elimination. So afterwards, they open it up and show Darby's head to expose him. And Darby looks like the kid who lost the camp sack race, Rob said. So we put it in the notes like, he fell. It's okay, little Darby. Get up. It was funny. The way he was laying there, too, he looked like, uh, you know how uh, when Peter Griffin will fall over, an arm will be behind his back? Yeah. Darby just got manhandled in this one. Um, I really like the story that was being told here, though, still with uh, the beefs that were going on in all of this. I like it. I was uh, a big fan. And I like that Ricky Starks, was the reason he got put in the bag. So I feel like him and Ricky Starks are going to have a really awesome match going forward. That's just me. That was... Wasn't that like a really weird thing as well? Like, I was, I was seeing, I was like, oh my God, they're going to put him in the body bag. Oh my God, they're going to put... Why are they doing this? And like, you think back to it and like the person that probably thought of the spot is going to be Darby Allen. It's going to be like, yo guys, I got a really good idea. What's the idea? Put me in a body bag. Okay, that's cool. And then I want you to throw me around. That's cool. And I'm going to put thumbtacks in there. You're crazy. All right, cool. Let's go do it. I was just hoping like when they pulled it out and his face was showing that there weren't thumbtacks in his face or something. Like you don't know where those things rolled around to. They're just. Yeah, like it's pretty dangerous. Like legitimately because like you could get them in your eyes. Like just in like just a logistical way. So he is he is a very like I saw a message on Twitter like fall to the bottom because they did like an awesome bomb out instead of a regular one sorry i'm just trying to put logic in i saw like a message on twitter about darby allen and it was like the guy is wrestling in a way that's going to take years off his career like before he even gets a chance to have it 
Like he's he's doing some crazy stuff, man. But Ricky Starks, like props to him as well. Like a lot of people like um, didn't say that he got any toughness, but that spot he took from like Darby Allen, that sh- uh, skateboard spot on Dynamite. Oh my god, they're both crazy. Like they both deserve each other. <laughs> Yeah, that that wasn't too bad. Uh, what else do we have in here? Um, well, we got to talk about the Matt Seidel, man. I'm sorry. We got to bring it up. Go ahead. <laughs> He's announced number 21. He comes out. Time out. <laughs> That's fucked up that you're laughing. Yo, he could have broke his neck yeah, uh, it on was that bad. spot. See, it was, it was, yeah, like, before you say, it was a really, it was really dangerous. And, like, the worst part was is that commentary were about to laugh. Like commentary, though they got they did the normal thing where they go the ropes are slippery, and I'm like, yeah, man. But sorry, sorry, go on. Like it's it's only because like it's not like you can't. It's not like you can't laugh about it because he's fine and he's all right. But some shitty things happened on the pay per view tonight, which you look at it and you're a bit like, ugh. It's hard to hard to look about it. That happened in his debut too, because it's like it's it's like a shockmaster moment almost. But mm, he'll be remembered for it for like the whole show in it. Like everyone remember it's like you know it reminded me of um Ultimo Dragon. Yeah. It reminded me of Ultimo Dragon at WrestleMania. Like that's what I thought of is like is everything slippery, he's come out and he's like, Oh crap, everything's slippery. It's all been sanitized because of social distancing and I've just slipped. I, I, it reminded like, me of Billy Kidman. If you guys ever remember when Billy Kidman did the shooting star press and he landed on the top rope. Like I get people think it's funny, but that shit ain't funny, bro. When, Because as soon as I saw his foot, this is a dude who I've never seen mess up that move. Vince McMahon, when he was in the WWE, let him do that move because he hit it perfectly like a bunch of times in front of him. He's like, do it again. Do it again. And he hit it perfect every single time. So I just felt bad for the dude. And it was his first appearance. So if he was trying to get a contract, people are going to just say, oh, he botched. Everything else he did was fine, though. I thought he recovered nicely uh, from it after. I, you, can't, you can't hold that against him. It, shit happens, dude. Like, you got, you got what? 15 other fucking people wrestling in, up against the, the, the turnbuckle and stuff. That, there's probably a, a bunch of sweat on that turnbuckle. By the oil. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Matt Lopez <laughs> says he is mad Taz didn't yell, put him in a body bag uh, before that happened. That would have been great. He should have said something about Cole and told the story, too. Like, yeah, I said put him in a body bag back in Red Hook when I was a butcher at the meat shop. I'm rooting for Butcher, by the way, because my boy's out. Uh, We could definitely do this. Hey, shut up, Cole, before I get those two tomatoes and smack you with them. Like, I don't know. Taz just goes on these rants sometimes. I'm just like, what is he talking about? He always seamlessly transitions into that accent. And it's, oh, my God. You need to stop, sir. Is it bad? No, it's great. Oh. Here comes the pain. All right, sorry. It's uh, Taz. <laughs> mania. It's Taz. Um, Seidel eliminates the Butcher. Uh, Kingston eliminates Seidel. And Jake the Snake with this. So the ending is, it comes down to Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston. This shit was awkward. Like, I don't know. Archer was on the apron. He just gets rid of Seidel. He's gone. Forget him. And he eventually drags over the top row of Eddie Kingston. And when Eddie Kingston is trying to get back in, Jake's sitting there with the snake. He looks like a kid trying to show off his project to his parents that don't care. He's like, I got a snake. I got a snake right here. Look. You're supposed to look at the snake. You're supposed to look at the snake. Please look at the snake. And nothing is happening. Eddie Kingston's like, yo, get away from me, bro. Get away. I was like, they have a thing with Eddie Kingston, too, where he's, his thing is like he fears no man, but he might fear snakes. It look Eddie Kingston looked more annoyed than anything. Like, dude, get out of here. Get get your dad. 
I'm like, Lance, rip his shirt off again and just show what's on his back. Like, Jesus. Lance, I need you to stop writing on me. <laughs> getting over it. <laughs> I'm getting, that was so weird. Get it, fed up to here. Because it requires... It required him to write on him to put the shirt back on. Yeah, that dude sweats hardcore, so that's fresh. That means it happened like two minutes ago. So it's like, it's just like put it, on, put your shirt back on, <laughs> put it back on now. Time out. So Casey said that uh, he's treating the uh, Seidel thing like America's Funniest Home Videos. Like it's really bad to watch someone get hurt, but since he didn't get hurt, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not. Listen, this is gonna be on Botchamania. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Like the moment I saw him, like Botchamania, he's he's screwed. Like it's on there. I'm I'm not mad at it. I was just saying Derek's laugh was a little too hard back there, right there. And I can't see him, so I can't you know smack him like you can in the back seat. You're like, hey, cut it out. Um, but- I didn't laugh until he got like he got up. I knew he was fine. I was like, okay, it's kind of funny. But when it first happened, I was like, oh crap, I feel bad for him. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, it was a shockmaster moment. Exactly. Um, now. Casey saying Eddie Kingston didn't go over the ropes. Casey, I went back and looked at that after you messaged me. Eddie Kingston got pulled over the top rope by Lance Archer when he came off and across. That's why he got eliminated. Uh, I think Casey thought he went underneath. That's he what I tr- thought at first, too. Yeah, he tried He tried to get back in, but he wouldn't let him. And then Lance Archer wins this, by the way. Um, I think it's a great choice for the title shot. It was uh, my pick. Foul, what, what, what say you about Lance Archer? I just hit a Conrad Thompson. Jeez Louise, I'm tired. <laughs> Chat me up, Val. Um, yeah, cool, cool. I will. I'll, I can do that, Conrad. Um, what 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 network is on? Adfreeshows.com or what are we on? <laughs> uh, we, we, we've got no money for free shows. <laughs> Watch the ads. Um, that is, yeah. No, it was really good. It was really good. Um, again, like, the match was a bit... Bleh, but the final four were really interesting. Like, really interesting people. Um, I love having Lance Archer as the winner. Like, to me, it telegraphed who was going to win at the end of the night because of, like, the history. But definitely deserved. And, like, who else would you have in that spot that legitimately could take it? I loved the fact that Kingston got down to, like, almost the end, though. And, like, that... Oh, the... Oh, the the snake stuff, man. The snake stuff. It was so weird. It was, like... Because they don't know what's in the bag. So it's, like, in my opinion, if someone that you don't know comes up to you with a bag and then says, look in the bag, and doesn't open the bag, I'm more scared of what could be inside the bag. Like, so... I was just very confused about that whole thing. And then... Yeah, the winner was who it should have been. But yeah, definitely Lance Archer. Lance Archer is going to be a star. Like They kept talking about it before, like Cody. Um, it's so weird to think that he was the dude with the tramp stamp on like TNA not that long ago, like many years ago. And now he's like a full-on like murder hawk. I love it. I love it. And uh, love it. it potentially could set up a New Japan rematch that we've seen before. So I was down with that. Uh, Yes, I am so down for BJ that. You just brought up SaveWithConrad.com. You know what? I've interviewed Conrad Thompson, so I can't say a bad thing about the man. I just try not to steal his bit because we have the same name. But go to SaveWithConrad.com. There you go. Free little plug for you, Conrad Thompson, if you ever hear this. Uh, let's see here. I was bummed about uh, Lance winning. Uh, Pro Wrestling Shoot Jesse said he wanted Kingston to win, but Lance is a great choice, though. Matt Lopez putting the snake up in the chat. Let's just be glad he didn't show you guys the real snake. All right? So, 
Moving forward, and we gave that a B minus for a battle royal. It was all right. It was just standard stuff. These battle royals always like flow really weird to me, so B minus is all right for it. Let's talk about the broken rules match or what was supposed Ooh. to be the broken rules match. Fuck is all I can say to, about this one. Call this a confrontation. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so Matt Hardy is seen, and you think it's going to start in the ring, but they're actually out by where the uh, stadium is, where they had the stadium stampede. And Sammy ro rolls up in a, a, a golf cart. And fuck, man. So he tries to hit Matt Hardy. He clearly misses. This is some, like, smackdown, here comes the pain type shit. Like, he misses, goes into boxes, knocks over showers, waiting to hear the pipes in the background. Doo -doo 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 -doo. And the winner is mankind. <laughs> if you know where that's from, we can be friends. But... This all happens really fast. There was a DDT on, like, this Dairy Queen-looking table that was out there. I don't know if you guys have Dairy Queens across the pond, foul, but we have Dairy Queens, and that's exactly what the table looked like. Sammy spikes himself on the table, and this leads to the worst spot of the night, in my opinion. They go up on a scaffold, and as they're rising up, um, they're trying to set up a spot. It looks like someone may get superplexed through a table. Two tables down below, right? Shouldn't be too hard. Sammy spears Matt Hardy off, and Matt Hardy's freaking head hits the back of the concrete so hard. And instantly when... So, Aubrey was the referee for this match. She goes to check on him. My heart stopped instantly because I'm like, yo, he's not squeezing her hand. He's not responding. This is kind of scary. And I thought right then and there, Matt Hardy was done. We see the dreaded X sign thrown up, and nobody ever wants to see that in pro wrestling. Pretty scary. Um, I'll just run through the rest of the match really quick. What happens after Matt is trying to get up. You can tell he's out on his feet that he doesn't know what the hell's going on. And after they throw up the X sign, they're trying to get him to stop. The doctor comes over and talks to him. It looks like they call the match off. They rang the bell. Yeah, they rang the bell. They said the match is done. And eventually I think they realized like, well, is Matt's career over them? Because technically Sammy's the reason he won. I don't know what happened. And they went and they just said, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> they said, fuck it. Let's go do the major spot we had planned. Uh, they tried to climb up. I think that was super dangerous for Matt to still try that spot if he was out on his feet. Um, it looked like Sammy was kind of holding him, protecting him, did as much as he could, but he falls through a piece of the stage. Matt Hardy wins. He can't answer the 10 count. Really a bullshit match. I don't even have a grade for it. I put this as N.A. Um, Foul, your thoughts, good sir. So I was doing a watch along. And like, so when I was doing the watch alongs at the moment, I kind of split my attention. So I'm paying attention to um, what I'm doing. I'm memeing and chatting to the chat and I'm watching it. I didn't catch that, like that he hit his head on the concrete. I just kind of looked and I was like, ooh, that's a bit of a dangerous spot. And then I was like, and it sat, cause you, but the sound was really, really like sickening, like a proper thud. And I was like, okay, then, commentary went a bit weird like really weird like like owen weird like jr went into owen mode like I, I don't know what's happening i think this is over then and i was like oh okay that's really weird maybe that's how they're going to end the match like he doesn't lose as such um and then yeah they went and did that spot which was really dangerous. Um, I didn't know what happened. I was just like, whatever. Then I went on Twitter and Revy Hardy 
um, showed a text message because everyone was like, oh, it was filmed, that bit was filmed and that bit was live and whatever, whatever. And I was like, mm, that seems weird. And Rebby Hardy put a message from Matt, which was <clears throat> literally before the match saying, hey, I'm just going out to the stadium area. And she's like, don't do anything stupid. And then there's messages like, oh, my God, Matt, what the hell is this? Bearing in mind that he had a match not that long ago where Sammy Guevara threw a chair at his head and he took a chunk out of his head and he's continued to wrestle. That's a concussion right there. Like, I don't, you know, whatever's said, that is a concussion right there. If you lose a chunk of your head and then he's having a match a few weeks later where, you know, the guy is taking a beating to what, like, renew his relevance. It's really scary and we say a lot about AEW, we say a lot about the WWE, but the WWE, in my opinion, would not have let someone go after that. I feel like they would have just ended the match of, in this um, period of time. When Triple H called off that Daniel Bryan match, which one was that? The... Oh, where he, mm-hmm. uh, he flew into like the, the barricade or something and oh, he wouldn't yeah. let him continue. He was trying this, to fight him backstage. Yeah, Bryan was ready to beef him backstage over it. Yeah, this is it's a weird thing. And you know what? I'm going to say this. It's not all in the AEW officials either. Matt Hardy has to have the wherewithal. If he can get up and say, like, I want to go. You got to know when to lay down, too. That's on you, bro. Like, you have kids and stuff. I know that they shouldn't have let him happen. More of it on AEW, but Absolutely. Matt Hardy's got to know, too. Like, yo, I should sit the hell down right now. This isn't the time to try and be hero. Uh, Derek, you play a lot of sports, baseball and such. What do you feel about uh, concussions with this? Uh, the, the moment... <clears throat> you know what? I didn't even see him hit the concrete. Like, I saw him hit the concrete, but I didn't see his head hit the concrete, but... The moment I saw him sit up, I was like, oh, yeah, he's he's done. There's there's no way he's going because his head had to have hit the ground. Everybody's seen somebody get knocked out. And when somebody gets knocked out, they turn into a board, a stiff board. And that's what you saw with Matt. That's he was limp. He, that was it. You know, he, he froze up. And you could see it in his eyes. Like, he was just like, all right. He wasn't there. there. It wasn't. There was nothing there. There was nothing there. At that point in time, yes, more so on AEW for not calling the whole match, but a lot I gotta I gotta put it on Matt too because, like you said, he's got he's got a family. Like Matt, you're you're up there in age, bro. Not the time for you to be fucking around with that. Uh, I see what's going on, Eagles. Uh, I see you in the chat as well. I see a bunch of people saying. Matt's an old school type guy. He's gonna finish the match, but refs, docs, management have uh, the duty to call uh, like they should have. Casey said Matt should, but it's the performer in him. He wants to continue. People around him need to be there to save him from himself. Exactly. I agree. And I saw some people saying the WWE thing in there. WWE will do it until it's Edge, and he's about to get signed by another company. Then it's okay for Edge <laughs> to come back too. So let's not act like they're saints. I'm just putting that out there. Just saying. When someone else is going to let him come back, well, hold on now, buddy. We, we we might be able to let you come back. Let's have our doctors take a look at you. Oh, you just kept me on the shelf for 12 years. Bah. You know? It's just always convenient now to, if, when we need some buzz. So, no grade for that. Matt. It's like, I look at... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Fowl. I said, I look at... That's right. I said, I look at Matt and, like, I look at someone who is trying now. Like, in the WWE, he feels like he obviously wasted all those years. And so now he doesn't see it he, he sees this pro- i'm guessing that he sees this like as his last run 
as a performer so he's like well if i can't do that but you guys are right like there should be a responsibility on the promotion um doc sampson was there i'm 100 sure that if doc sampson was given the actual authority to say look no just because because you have to think about it like is it because he's such a big star that they went oh we don't want to piss him off like they should just go we're gonna piss you off I'm sorry, but your health and longevity is worth more. But yes, no, it's it's a really long like conversation just of that within wrestling, uh, which is probably way too much and, for and this. To but Alvarez but no. Too, a few matches later, he ended up going to the hospital. So they still sent him. They're like, you're going to yeah. the hospital. So I I do feel some due diligence was followed, but they the match shouldn't have continued. You could have done it a couple weeks later on Dynamite and said, look, we did not have a, a final thing to this match, and it could have been a main event on Dynamite. Boom, done. Problem solved. Not a big deal. Uh, and I see a lot of people saying it was scary to watch. Let's get it. Let's keep it moving. Let's talk about some wrestling now again. <laughs> let's get into the AEW Women's Championship match. The NWA Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. Can anybody roll the R's? Thunder Rosa. Thank you, Derek. Um, this, this is why you get the big bucks on the team here for us. <laughs> and uh, Hikaru Shida, the AEW Women's Champion, here to defend. Well, I don't really have a lot to say about this match, like, spot for spot. There was just some damn good women's wrestling here, solid by the ladies in this one. Absolutely. Absolutely, yo. Like, it was just a really good wrestling match. And that's what we need to have from the women's division. And that's why I think having, like, Big Swole and Britt Baker on the card in any way, shape, or form didn't take away from it, but I think it kind of almost um, amplified how good it was compared to that. Tony Khan said on the media call um, last week uh, that Hikaru Shida, sorry, not Hikaru Shida, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb from AEW Dynamite on the Go Home Show was because he wanted the second hour to have actual wrestling with a good wrestler. Um, And I loved this match. It was everything that, like the match started off really slow. Hikaru Shida was a bit slow, and like Thunder Rosa sped her up. Like you can see if you watch the match, if you watch it again, um, Hikaru Shida starts very slowly until Thunder Rosa like speeds her up to the point where she's having to keep up with her. And it was it was fantastic. It's what we've needed, like a really good match from a really good women's professional wrestler. And everything that she said, like on the the red carpet, I watched the red carpet. So like on the red carpet beforehand, um, yeah, I watched it. And uh, Thunder Rosa was on there. She was like, I'm going to take the title from Sheeta and I'm going to take it around the world because I'm a badass. And that's what you need. Um, I think that the thing that's been lacking in women's division is that the women that come in aren't confident in themselves. Thunder Rosa is very confident in herself. So she just comes in and says, I'm the best. Like, that's it. Show me that you're not the best. And that was a great way to go into I know, it. I thought it was great. Uh, Terminal State said Thunder Rosa's match was so good. Uh, Matt Lopez agrees the women's title match was a very good one. Thunder Rosa has had two great women's matches that could be match of the year tonight and uh, when she won the title at Hard Times. So... Uh, check that review out in the archives too if you guys want to check out some NWA Hard Times uh, and you can hear Donnie sing about Hard Times in it too <laughs> let's see here uh, I don't have anything else man they had a pretty sweet chair spot with Thunder Rosa reversing it and she ended up running off the chair Sabu style uh, I put good wrestling uh, Death Valley Driver on the apron Sheeta hit a top rope suplex the match ends with Sheeta hitting a running knee One, two, three. this is exactly what the women's division needed uh, either of you two want to say something about this? Yeah, it's not much 
to say it, it, it did what it was supposed to do to up the, the women's division. This is this is what you need to have. I did like the spot where um, it was like that uh, that pendulum swing. She was doing it in the corner. Brought oh, yeah. that back. Classic video game move, the uh, pendulum swing. Uh, Brian Williams, if you're out there, make sure that uh, this gets put into whatever wrestling game you're working on because I absolutely love that. That's something from like all the old like uh, Japanese and like Mexican wrestling games. They always have that move in there, so I adore it. Uh, for this one, we gave it a B. Solid match, I think. Um, we we get to a weird backstage segment with Kip Sabian and Penelope here. Uh, apparently, they're getting married. Congrats. Congrats from everything pro wrestling, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Didn't they get engaged months ago, though? Yeah. Yeah. I, look, I don't like to pry in people's business, but we're not going to ruin it for you. So they just got engaged. Uh, there's going to be a wedding. And he's going to show who the best man is on Dynamite. I feel like this is going to lead to some great strip club footage uh, for the bachelor party. This is going to be a good time. Um, and Kip Sabian, yeah. <laughs> I just I hope they go in a different direction than what they did on Impact with Brian Cage and Melissa Santos with their whole bachelor and bachelorette party stuff. That was bad. Just don't wind up like Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> we know how that ended up at the last uh, bachelorette party. Uh, Foul, any thoughts on this or... Um, so obviously I memed it immediately because that's what I do now. So like I just went straight into Photoshop because he held up his Twitch sign. Like obviously everything that's going on at the moment, there's third party Twitch and TikTok and all that kind of stuff is getting taken away from people. Um, so AEW with their cheeky little way, they've had Kip Sabian at ringside like every single week on Dark and stuff and Dynamite. And he's got this white placard with his Twitch account. And he's like, I'm going to tell you who the, be the best man is on my Twitch channel, and I was like, that's hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. AEW supports this. That was a big... Uh, I, I love it, man. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. WWE shot Every was time. funny. See, people were laughing. I, I thought this was good humor. I can't wait for, stop comparing yourself. Blah, blah, blah. It's fine. Relax. Uh, Rockstar says, no, a wrestling wedding on TV. <laughs> they never go well, Rockstar. My, not since Macho Man Miss Elizabeth. Someone's got to break the curse. <laughs> Someone's got to break the curse. Um, let us get into, let's talk about this Dark Order, Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona match, bro. Bro, I don't even have a lot to say about this shit. I'm not even going to lie. This was a match. It was there. It was a match. Um, File, do you have any thoughts on the Dark Order? This was like the Dark Order A-Team, by the way. It was Brody, um, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson versus Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, woo-woo-woo, uh, and the Natural Nightmares with Allie and Brandy there. And Anna Jay was involved in this a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. shit. What do I say about this? Uh, typical heel offense from the Dark Order. Uh, everything is set up perfectly. Brody hits this nice, beautiful lariat. Uh, Derek may say that the lariat knocked him out of a... Knocked him out of his boots! Soundbite there for you. Um, and Colt ends up going for like a, a second rope moonsault and misses. I don't know if he was at the top rope or the second rope, but he ends up missing... Cost them the match because Dustin wins with a roll-up. Way to get revenge for Cody there. Um, <laughs> he gets the nice win. I give this a C plus. I'm just going to kick it to Foul and see if he has anything he'd like to add to this. Um, cool match, yeah. But, like, 
isn't it interesting um, that Matt Cardona goes from being involved in like eight man tag team matches that mean basically nothing to going to another company and having eight man tag team matches that mean basically nothing. Like I thought that was quite funny. Um, but uh, he is like, my God, Matt Cardona. Like he looks like one of the action figures that he like reviews now. Like he looks like he's, 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 he's crazy, man. Like, and I, I loved him. Like, the radio silences that he did, they were great. The one that he did off the top rope was fantastic. Um, I loved that this was the first time, like, that the Dark Order have always been, like, kind of losers. Now that they're all winners, and uh, Mr. Brody Lee's, like, set it up for Colt, and then Colt, like, messes it up. It's like, uh, he The first time we've seen Mr. Brody Lee be, like, angry towards Colt or showing him any of the, like, the dark side of the Dark Order. Because he's been the guy that they're always like, come on, let's go into this room. Oh, and they go back into the other room and then, like, beat the shit out of someone. And they'll be like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry. Here's some more cookies. And, like, this time they're like, no cookies for you. Val, let me beat the shit out of you. Did anybody see the preview with Colt Cabana backstage with the light? And he's like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Like in the Dark Order layer. And he's like, oh, this is pretty cool, man. So he's still a goofball. And he made me laugh when I was watching that. So I'll give Colt his props for his funnies on that. It's it's great. No, it's great. And it's I, I really like where the Dark Order are going now. Like, um, especially what you see with them on BTE um, and what you see with them just as a whole. Like, they've gone from being like the joke organization to being badasses to like legitimately being badasses, winning their matches. And um, this, well, obviously not this one, but um, I just liked it. I think it was cool. And it was a nice way to kind of bring, I guess, Matt Cardona into the into the fold plus brandy hit like a really good like that kick that she came in with that was really good like can we just give a props for that yeah can we give a props for that because that was amazing i was like she ain't gonna do nothing and then i was like shit giving brandy props finally but mark it down in your notebooks today kids robert gave brandy Rhodes a comp yeah you gotta give it up when you do man no i thought brandy was excellent in this though uh i'm still waiting to see like I don't know what happened to some of the stories. I feel like they like go away from them. Like I feel like Allie's really with QT Marshall now. Like I thought there was some big hoorah. Nah, nah. So they did like so if you like if you watch the red carpet literally do never watch a red carpet show yet. Like it was the stupidest thing I've ever done. But there was sort of, a few bits in there and they had Brandy come out and talk to um, uh, Shivani and Dasha Fuentes and so they come over to talk to them and um she says something like she explains about the natural nightmares and she says all these people have joined because like they get better and all these people have joined the fold like qt marshall like she named them all so i think something big's gonna happen with them soon um but yeah i don't know is qt marshall going out with ali like they kind of talked about it or is it like know. a weird cult things like he has a wife family and stuff I, i'm so confused by all of this yeah yeah yeah, I thought it was a trap I, I don't get it. Like I, I, to get them eventually, but I don't. I don't know where this is going now. So I'm just gonna fall back and watch. Uh, somebody put this was the Dynamite Survivor Series match. I will uh, take that as a great pun. W for you for that one, Jesse. Now, before we go any further, I want to talk about the promo that Dustin did after. It's a hell of a promo, and then we found out that he's getting a TNT title match on Wednesday. Um. Terminal State brought up, maybe it'll lead to Cabana versus Lee. I kind of like that, because I can see down the road, Cole Cabana taking the title from Brody Lee. as kind of like, maybe Brody Lee sets up the match as like punishment for Cabana for messing up or something, and he fluke wins it. Christian in the uh, ministry? Kind of. 
where is she? <laughs> that was uh, when Ken Shamrock put him in the ankle lock and Christian messed it up, and then he had to get uh, beat as Gangrel and Edge held him. Good times with the brood, man. Good times. <laughs> you, you can pair Luther and Gangrel. Fanging and banging. Fanging and banging for banging life, man. Banging life. <laughs> Listen, man, I apologize, but it was no disrespect to Gangrel. You got two Gangrel mentions on a podcast and Ice Train. I know Casey's happy. <laughs> yeah. um, so, C-plus for this match. Let's move on to the match I was most looking forward to on the card. For the AEW Tag Team Championships, if you will, player. If you will, baby. This is the match we've been waiting for. FTR versus Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Man. <laughs> uh, during all of this... Um, Casey called me in the middle uh, or after this and he was just talking about Kenny Omega. First thing I have to bring up is Kenny Omega being a total D-bag about having to hold the tag rope. <laughs> he was getting pissed and he was like, look, I got the tag rope. Look, look. And he was just being a jerk to the referee. Things to note. So um, during this, I'm going to just run through this real quick and then we'll just try and get our thoughts in on this. Uh, Paige almost got the team DQ'd, waiting for a high five from Omega. Yeah, he was on the nine count with his hands up, like, oh, you gonna hit it? You gonna hit it? <laughs> hey, let it rock. Uh, the champs dominated offense to start out. Uh, you can't escape for the near fall. FTR hit a beautiful powerplex. If you have never seen Paul Roma and Hercules as a tag team, beautiful tag team finisher. Don't watch anything else from Paul Roma, in my opinion, though. Um, Dex has Omega in an inverted figure four leg lock looking for the tap out like he did on the best friends to no avail a miscommunication between Hangman Page and Kenny Omega is something that we used to see very often but it comes back rearing its ugly head in all of this and what ends up happening is Kenny's leg is injured really bad I thought someone was going to kick Kenny's leg out of his leg but it leads to two spike pile drivers on Adam Hangman Page one Two, three. FTR win the tag team titles like everyone on the round table predicted. I thought that this was a layup of a match. We give this a B plus, And I'm just going to kick it over to Foul. I don't know if he wants to talk about this match or if he wants to talk about the after effects a little bit more. So that's on you, Foul. Okay. So, um, so yeah. Wow. Um, like this whole match, uh, obviously people that have been following like the elite for a while, following like the books, following anything in this storyline. Um, it's been a really slow burn, but last week on dynamite, Kenny got like really, really pissed off. And on BTE, um, on that week, he sat in his he sat in his car and put on some sunglasses, and that means a lot. That means that he's getting cleaner vibes again. And he, when he came out to the ring today, like he does this thing, which like when he's face, he comes out and he's all happy. When he's heel, he scrunches his face up, like it's really obvious that he's heel. And he came out all scrunchy faced, um, and like look, you know, it's like classic scrunchy face cleaner in it. Um, and then he um, he was looking really angry throughout the match. Obviously, the match ended, um, and it looked as if he was going to hit Paige with this like ring chair, and he teased it. But instead, Paige went to like hit, there was a really amazing shot as well at one point. I'll talk Hold about on, it. Pal. Like just, he went and correct you. It looked like it was a chair. It looks like a TV dinner tray that often is sitting <laughs> around in someone's house. One similar, oh, really? one similar to possibly uh, this is what it looked like. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, okay. So, 
Okay, so like he goes to hit him with it, and then um, he instead he doesn't, and he stops. But there's this point where he kicks a beer, and then he aims like Kenny aims for the camera, so that it hits the camera, and there's beer all over this camera. There's a lot of like beautiful little like little bits of like cinematography that I'll probably sit back and like cream over later. But like it was um it was really good, and so he just didn't he, he just didn't um sorry Paige went to grab him, and he just dropped and fell. Then Kenny goes backstage. Now the books are already like kind of angry. And he basically goes backstage to the books and he's like, that's it. I'm done. That's it. I'm done. Let's just go. And then he just walks backstage with the books as the books are kind of like, let's go. So the three of them just leave. The three of them just go. They just go for some reason, which is really weird because I thought the books were like backstage in gorilla position or dusty position, like doing like producing the show. So for me, it took me out of the show a little bit. But like they, uh, they left. Well, they Kenny left. left. The, and... Bucks, the Bucks stayed outside of the van. He was like, get in. Are you coming or not? Oh, I missed that. See, this is why I had to be on this show because I don't, as I said, I was five hours <laughs> in it. So no, but I didn't realize. I thought they went in the no, van. No, they walked all the way to it with him and they kind of just looked and as it sped off, they were like, what's up with this? And they kind of left us in uh, this weird type of position like, well, what's going to happen with all this? And what's going on, Ray? I see you in the chat. Also, I want to bring up to Kenny Omega. That leg looked fine when you were storming back to that car. Yeah, you damn right. Sell that <laughs> damn leg a little bit more. But maybe it, was, maybe it was the adrenaline or he got Britt Baker's Novocaine. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> how, how clean is he going to be on Wednesday? <laughs> Did you notice how clean he was when he walked to that car? He was very clean. Yeah. And going home to clean. <laughs> and we're going to clean some more as we go through this time. And if you really want to get clean, you guys can go to <laughs> manscaped.com and use promo code EPWSHOW, 20% off. I'm just going to leave it at that, guys. Free delivery. Just putting it out there if you want to get clean. Um, oh, Chris DeZuba's in the chat. <laughs> Chris DeZuba, what's going on? Um, Chris DeZuba not feeling this. I'm done buying their pay-per-views. Yeah, I did ask you, like, would you think this was worth $50? We'll save it for the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this was interesting. He said the word clean like five or six times and stormed out to his car. So clever. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, though, people who bitch about like, oh, they never, you can't assume I watch BTE. Okay, they just did. And now everybody's like, well, we know what that means, so stop saying it. it you can't have it both ways. That's just how I feel can't be like oh i don't want to hear about bte stuff and then i do um and it's interesting i felt like this file i'm gonna bring up the sasha banks thing so if you guys watch smackdown spoiler alert spoiler alert i'm gonna give you a second to pause that was your time so bailey turned on sasha banks and i felt like they did that so that they could beat them for this turn if it did happen so if they did it tonight, I felt like everyone would be like, oh, you copy WWE, lame, Bleh. you knew their storyline was running longer, how could you? And I don't want to even get into like the, the fights that these guys were getting into. You know how wrestling fans get, eh, oh no, let's, uh, let's argue, like, I don't care. So this is dragging out a little bit longer. I mean, I'm okay with it. You guys, you're good with this? I mean, Derek, you're the Mr. Beginning of the End. Was right. <laughs> you feel good about that? I definitely do. <laughs> Fal, what do you think? I mean, is this okay to drag out a little bit more? Like I, absolutely like I absolutely agree with what you just said there, Conrad. I think that they did the Sasha Bank uh, Banks baby thing just to fuck, just to fuck with them because it's like literally the day before. 
it's not even like it's a week before like wwe didn't even have a pay-per-view this week and they did like a pay-per-view worthy swerve on a random smackdown like um it was i like the way that it's still going like i like that it's still being t like we still don't officially know who told page to stop the bucks from winning that match and like a lot of people are speculating that it might be like evil Kenny Cleaner that like told Paige to do it while he was all drunk. Um, so there's a lot of intrigue in this story. And I think that's what's great about what's been going on with their stories that they just keep going. Like we still haven't had Cody come back. This story could be dragged out all the way to full gear, which was like pitched earlier on in November. Maybe these guys go for another tag team title shot. And that's when Kenny just goes, that's it. He just is like, that's it. It's cleaner time. And, you know, he just gets out the antiseptic and the antibacterial stuff and just starts cleaning everywhere. Like, I loved when he used to, like, I love when he used to actually bring a mop out, like, all the time. Like, just like, fuck it, I don't even care. Like, like, so, so, yeah, like. Yeah, that's good stuff. I'm just and it's like, I'm I love that he had C approach with this. Uh, I gave this a B plus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, we went over everything in this. Jericho's backstage getting interviewed by Alex Marvez. Um, I definitely think I want people to start making fun of Alex Marvez. I want to Brady. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to see yeah. T-shirts over his face and stuff. Like at this point, it needs to just happen. You need to just Michael Cole this dude. Like put the shirt over your face. They they, they 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 give him Michael Cole levels of like beef and Michael Cole levels of heat. Yeah, but he's got like Mike Adamly levels of like talent. So I don't understand I, I, I why he's getting Alex Marvez. Isn't bad. I think he just comes off as awkward. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't sound the part. Yeah. He feels like, I'm just happy to be here. You know? And I'm, just like, I'm just happy to have a jump be on TV. He's awkward. <laughs> you know what? This is a much better role for him than he was on commentary. So I'll take this over him being on commentary. So I can't complain. Mm. Do you guys do, do you guys remember when Alex Marvez first came? Like, I remember seeing him on those first shows, like when they were pitching All Elite on YouTube. And the first thing everybody says was, you need to get rid of Alex Marvez. Just get rid of that guy. <laughs> like, like, everything else is fine. Just get rid of that one guy. So was I. So was I. Like, I was like, yo, this is great, except for that guy. Who's this guy? I, like, just shuffle to the back. <laughs> builds up for this uh, Mimosa Mayhem match. Chris Jericho, Orange Cassidy. Match starts off with a banger. Like, Jericho just hits a code breaker right to start. Like, he doesn't give a shit. You think Orange is about to, like, do the classic, like, I'm cool, put the hands in the pocket? No, he charges at Jericho, eats the code breaker. Um, They went back and forth in this match, but honestly, I really don't have too much to say for it. There was some mimosa thrown in, uh, mimosa, excuse me, thrown in Jericho's eyes, and we knew how this was going to end. When they said that there was going to be a vat of that tang, I don't know what you want to call it. It looked like tang. Tang always works. And if you really want to get Tang, I'll, I'll, I'll chill with the Manscaped ads. I'll still. But he ends up getting Orange punched into the uh, Tang. Orange Cassidy wins. Big win for Orange Cassidy. I think it's time to move past this feud. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was fun, man. I thought it was really fun. Uh, Foul, your thoughts? Yo, really good match. Really fun. You know, like, that's a really fun gimmick match. I could see that match happening again. Like, um, really fun. Like, immediately it reminded me of, like, the Turkey Bowl match from, like, the Divas division. Like, um, but in a different way. Like, in, like, and it was really good. Like, it was, I think it's it's really fun for Jericho as well because it's one of those matches where he finds some really innovative ways to um, to not go into it. 
So it's a very smart gimmick match. I really liked it, and I really liked the uh, the finish. And I've just made a meme actually, like just as we were speaking, just before I came live. And I thought that you could have like a oh where is it? Got it here. A little bit of the bubbly bath. So when you get a chance, I'll look at it. Yeah, it's on Twitter now. I put it out. Um, an aid to relaxation suitable for Le Champion. Um, it's just great. Like it was. I think it was one of the most fun matches they could have done. And between the two of them. Um, a great way to finish the feud. Yes. Um, let's see here. Pro Wrestling Shoe said this match was putting him to sleep. Um, do, do, do. I just saw something really interesting. Oh, Chris DeZuba said, where's the Derek Order shirts? This is the perfect time to ask, Chris, because I've been wondering too. See, Files even throwing it up. Where the hell is it? Um, this was a good match, I thought. Solid. We gave this a B for what it was. Um, you want to show everybody? Rob, Rob's got your meme up. He's going to show it on the uh, the phone here. So hopefully you guys can uh, check that out as File sees it uh, brought up there. Uh, Good stuff. File is the meme king. If you guys see below, you guys can follow him there. Check out his link tree for all of his awesome content. Um, full gear, we find out, is going to be November 7th. It's going to be at Daly's Place. I have tickets for the show in Rochester in November, so I assume this probably isn't happening. I Most mean, likely not. I don't know. I think at this point that's three times now, so I should just get my refund. <laughs> like, I'm just taking the refund and taking the loss, I think, here. Uh, what is going on? Everyone just left. So, Tiff, I hope you had an awesome party. Uh, we, we gave you a shout-out earlier during the uh, private party match. Foul is here once again. Tiff is screaming. What time is it? What time is it by you, Foul? Oh, Foul. Queen. Uh, Queen of the Indies, Tiff. It is 6.24 in the morning. But don't you worry yeah, about that. It's all, it's all good. I'm, I'm running on Eastern Standard. I'm running on Eastern Standard. So don't you worry about it for one more day. <laughs> um, we'll talk. I guess we'll get into the main event here, which was for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. MJF versus the champion John Moxley. Um, Rob, did you end up timing Moxley's uh, intro? I know that was told. Uh, yeah, I did actually. <laughs> Hold on, Where we can go. Uh, did you lose it? Oh, I believe it came in at two minutes and thirty-five seconds. <laughs> okay, uh, he was just told to time how long it takes Moxley to get to the ring for some reason. <laughs> did that include? Did that include the fan high-fiving him or yeah, attempting to high-five him? Somebody, it looked like someone was trying to tackle him or something. <laughs> Yeah, um, this was very weird. I know Derek was very hyped for this match. Uh, MJF it comes out looking like he's a part of the goddamn Lex Express. He comes out in the red, white, and blue like he was campaigning for this shit. And this match, in my opinion, was exactly what it needed to be. I told everybody going into this on the roundtable, MJF, this was his tough guy match. He needed to look tough in this. He had to like he had to get busted open. He had to be the tough guy in all of this. Um, watching from the crowd, we had Lance Archer and Jake the Snake. Um, Casey, I'm name dropping you again. Casey brought up the fact Jake the Snake looked like I'm tired as shit and I'm old. Let's get this going. This main event, I'm ready to go. Uh, and that's just exactly how it felt throughout all of this. Um, File, I'll let you kind of jump in here before I get into the actual match stuff. Um, so, so yeah, again, really, really, in, I, I was really, really happy with the way that this match has come together. Like, um, it's, it's really cool. 
uh, Moxley is pulling out some amazing promos, like the promo he did um, earlier on before this match when he was talking about how, like, I love it. Like, I love that you're making me compete. I love that, like, the other morning I woke up and there was, like, blood in my mouth and I could taste the iron. And, like, there was some really, really good character work from both of them. And remember bearing in mind that mjf wasn't even at the tapings for a lot of the dynamite this year um he's remained really really strong and i have absolutely loved like this whole like story coming up to it all the little bits everything with mjf has been just great like he's a rich boy and they show the pictures and he was on rosie o'donnell yes yes that whole like that whole like old like campaign video oh my god like all the campaign stuff has been great because he doesn't speak like all and all of it isn't a lie. Some of it is like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And just the whole like, why wouldn't you not just like, as you said on the round table, I have to 100% agree with you. I didn't really see it beforehand, but this is his tough guy match. And this was his tough guy match. Like, fuck. Like, I never... He really got into it with uh, with Moxley in this one. Like it, it was exact. Moxley wanted to take it to the outside in the beginning. MJF didn't want to go out there. Moxley eventually outsmarts him with a fake out dive. They start beating on each other. Moxley uh, gets his shoulder worked over because they brought up that he had the MRSA before in his arm, so he's always had problems with his arms. It really worked out. Uh, MJF gets a crimson mask like in the middle of the match which was great like he looked like rick flair with the blood like it, it it worked for him in my opinion in this x-plex for a near fall gotch style pile driver for a near fall mjf hits the crazy top rope double stomp like there's nothing crazy in this match but it was well worked very simple the story was able to be told like earlier today i spent literally part of the day watching mjf sing to penelope Ford, and i just was like dude look at how talented this dude is he can sing. He can do all these things that nobody ever like gives him credit for. Derek, if you're ever bored, look up MJF singing. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> the guy's got a good voice. I'm not gonna front. Uh, I'm still gonna want to fight him if he ever says something bad about my reviews again, <laughs> though. So watch yourself, Maxwell. Um, MJF to spit into Moxley's face with the blood. There is a pandemic, Thank people. You. This shit is disgusting. <laughs> Stop doing this. But it gets heated up between these two. Uh, Fujiwara armbar is locked in. MJF hits a heat seeker. I, I, me and Rob definitely, our mouths are ready to drop when he hit that first heat seeker. And I was like, is it over? Are they really about to put the belt on this dude for a second? Thank goodness. Uh, Moxley kicks out. Air raid crash. Moxley can't figure out how to put this dude away because he's not allowed to use it. Uh, we get the sleeper low blow spot with the ref and. During the sleeper, the blood. I was going to say, you opened him back up. <laughs> yeah, the blood just started gushing again. I was like, holy shit, this dude cut himself perfectly. Like, when the sleeper got locked out, it was like some wrestling video game shit. It was like, he's got a crimson mask. <laughs> and uh, for the finish here, I love the finish of this match, Val. Wardlow sets up the ring. He throws the ring in, botches the ring being thrown in. MJF misses the smooth catch. And when he turns around to pick up the ring... Moxley sees the refs distract. He's like, oh, I'm going to hit him with this ring. Moxley looks at him and he goes, no, 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 no. Death Rider DDT. Um, basically a, a lifted vertical paradigm shift. Uh, he hits it and that is how he loses. One, two, three. B plus match foul. B plus. Damn. Straight up, man. That This match was kick ass. Like finish was perfect absolutely perfect especially because 
like as you said, like MJF. Every single match he's won by the sweet, beautiful catch out of nowhere, the perfect catch. And what I love about love about it is, like him and Moxley are kind of as bad as each other. Like Moxley being that tweener is kind of like, well, you know, like, you're gonna do this shit. The referee watches, so I'm gonna fuck you up even worse than it. Like I love it. Like I just absolutely love it. And and MJF still has his like, you cheated, you cheated. Like he's got that for the next few weeks. I love it. Like he could, I would legitimately wasn't beaten. It's just absolutely cherry on the cherry on the top of that cake man cherry matt, on the top of that cake matt b Lopez plus just meat, said, uh, i love how they never said if mox hits his ddt and gets dq'd and uh he'll lose the title until tonight i don't know if that was said i didn't hear that did you guys i don't recall hearing that um pro wrestling shoe said this might not be a popular opinion but this was my favorite match of the night blood slap fest that slap fest was AEW and nxt fans <laughs> trust me Ooh, step. um oh yeah boo, uh, boo. Uh, it had an old school feel and the finish was brilliant casey said wtf is up with people biting of the open uh bleeding wounds bro uh, Resident Evil. I don't know what you want me to say here. Like, I don't know. It's zombie shit. Like, stop doing it. Um, after the match, I thought Moxley is really good at cutting these great promos, like, where he's, like, just yelling, like, I live for this shit. You're gonna have to kill me if you want to take this title from me. Flips the bird. Yeah. (laughs) Flips the bird to Archer. I can't wait. So, the New Japan rematch is happening that we alluded to earlier with the Casino Battle Royal. I thought that this was, uh, overall great. And... That was all out in a nutshell. Um, I basically want to just put it up to the chat real quick before we go around. Show me your grades because uh, I definitely want to just get everybody's match of the night and what their what their match of the night was in grade. And then we can all kind of just uh, go around and say that. So let me see here. I'm sorry. A said FTR and Kenny Omega at a page. Tag team titles and Moxley MJF were my favorite matches of the night. Let me know what letter grade you guys would give the show. Um, we came we came to a consensus of a B minus. I don't know how you feel about that file, but we'll go to you first. Okay, so um, all in all, uh, for the whole evening, like so, we count the buy in and come into this as well. Um, I'd probably agree with you guys. I'd say like B minus, um, B minus to a C. Like B minus, like C plus, like kind of on the on the edge, um, probably close to the B minus though. Um, I think part of that was the big swole um, Britt Baker match, just because I feel like it wasn't it wasn't a great way to kick off the show. Um, but my match of the night, I'd probably say, would be um, a toss up between FTR and uh, Paige and Omega, uh, Shida versus Thunder Rosa and moxie versus mjf i feel like all three of those matches brought something really different um and they all had their own stories there and they can all i could argue that they were the best overall for the whole show um i really enjoyed it it was um i think it was just a night that was marred with some really weird stuff that happened and that will probably overshadow it which is a bit of a shame it was a good. It was a yeah, good show. I think, I think it's better than what people uh, are going to remember it for, and I think there were some great storytelling mm-hmm. opportunities here. And now we're going to be onto a new pay per view. They're going to start building towards full gear now, um, so it should be interesting. Let's see. Ace gave it a thumbs up. Casey put thumbs down already, and he said C minus for him. Matt Lopez said Mox versus MJF B minus. 
Uh, this was their weakest pay-per-view. And you know what? I'm going to agree with that statement as well. This was their weakest pay-per-view, in my opinion. I agree. Um, I still say it was a thumbs-up show. <laughs> I'm with a uh, file with that C plus B minus range, but they definitely had to earn it after the way they started. Right. I think Moxley and MJF were a big parts of the reasons, though. Like, Fowl said all of the matches that we hit on, I think, that were our highest grades, that were like the B pluses or Bs. Those all worked, in my opinion, that I thought were uh, saving it. Casey said uh, Jurassic Express Young Bucks was match of the night for him. Uh, Sheeta yeah, versus with, Thunder Rosa for Terminal State. See, I'm with that um, Jurassic Express Young Bucks match or um, Sheeta versus uh, Thunder Rosa. And also, speaking of Hikaru Sheeta, update on the records now. MJF suffers his first pinfall defeat, and Sheeta is the first to reach 30 wins. Goldberg. Hey, I'm not mad. See, so you gotta watch AEW Dark, folks. Uh, Chris DeZuba said three out of ten thumbs down. Ooh. Damn, with the Bret Hart isms here. Jeez, Ooh, that's worse than Bret. Yeah, four <laughs> out of ten. Four out of ten. Uh, Derek, what do you what do you say for the show, man? What was your match of the night? Um, I have to say the the Sheeta and Thunder Rosa match was my my match. Uh, just just because it was a huge step up for the women. Okay. All right. And what would you give the show? Just based on your personal opinion. I know we all agreed on the B minus, but what would you say? Um <clears throat> put a letter grade on it. I'll say I'll say a B minus. Uh they definitely picked it up. Uh the biggest hit if if they didn't pick it up after that, the biggest hit would have been um Big Swole and Britt Baker because that that it just fell out of place. Like it it wasn't there. It wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, they could have put three matches on the buy-in instead of having, like, the video package shown again. Yeah. Like, I thought that was the purpose of having it on TNT, showing the video packages, and then they did it again on the pre-show. I don't know. that. Don't put that shit on again, though. It just ruined the flow, like you said in the beginning, file. That's not how I wanted to kick off the pay-per-view. I'd rather have it, the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express kick off the show than some something like that. It really hurt um, as well. But, file. I'll say this too. This show was way too damn long. Like this ended after midnight. I'm shocked that file is still up. I wouldn't have even been mad if I was like, yeah, I'm going to bed, man. So file, I have to thank you for uh, being here. Good, sir. File, tell the good people one more time where they can follow you, brother. Okay. Well, okay, well. <laughs> hi, I'm foul original. You can find me on Twitter at foul underscore original. You can also find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash foul original wrestling, where the weekly wrestling recap happens every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. UK time, where we talk about wrestling. You can also go to my link tree, link.ee slash foul original. You can also give me some goddamn money because I'm poor at the moment. Go to paypal.me slash foul original. Um, and, uh, Go check out my Twitter. Like, on my Twitter, I just put out stupid, weird stuff all the time, which you might enjoy. Some of it is fun. Some of it is funny. Come and decide with me. Val original. <laughs> so, so, let me just say one thing. Well, if you need some money, you should start selling your voice, man, because I want you to do my voicemail greeting. <laughs> dude like I'm, I'm happy to do that like as i said like it's it's weird um when it comes to my voice like i try to do it but it's just it's just i don't know man it feels like a lot of work it feels like a lot of chat 
<laughs> absolutely foul uh we appreciate you man we go way back so thank you so much for coming on the yeah. show no, thank, th- thank you thank you so thank you so much for having me on conrad thank you so like literally as i said at the beginning of the show i watch your guys post show like pretty much after every single show uh, and i'm just like sitting here going uh, uh. so it's great to actually be here to be able to do it and this is the this is my final show before i go back into the real employed world of employment so thank you very hey, much i appreciate it uh you know i gotta give props to rob and derek too if you see any of like the designs Derek made that really cool epw logo that like pops up uh after the montezzi intro so i'll give it up to Derek for that but when you want to know where those damn shirts are you can please message these two and not me because i don't do the designs i'm just the dude who does all the technical stuff in the background the shit you don't see that's me so blame them if there's any art design problems and they're coming yeah we'll see Brody lee will be gone by the time you get these shirts but <laughs> make sure you guys join the Derek order But other than that, this has been our all-out review. We will be back on Tuesday with the NXT review. Um, Check us out, man. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button if you enjoy. Comment down below. And show me some love on Twitter. All of the handles are down below for me and Foul. So make sure you show us some love. And live chat, thank you so much for being in here and talking AEW all out with us. We are out. Peace. Peace. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. By the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh. This the podcast to show you who I am, uh. Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh. Please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot. To come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. 
Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's Everything College Basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother.